Yo, what up, though? It's Jay Johnson. Uh, shout out to y'all for checking us out again this week. Um, this episode was actually pre-recorded, so by the time you're hearing this, uh, it would be last night we had our live event, so we know we couldn't get an episode for you, so we did uh, one in advance, so we would have something to drop this week, and uh, we'll be back next week to wrap up um, how the event was last night in the whole nine yards. So this episode is... Uh, us and a couple other uh, black men getting around, having some important conversations and um, mansplaining some things. So check it out. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the uh, he was two different voices, two different personalities. Like that made me think, like, oh, this nigga not in his right mind. I wish he would have did the TMZ shit. Cause with the Charlamagne interview, he 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 kind of walked some of that shit back, some of the crazy right, tweets back. Right, right. Like, okay, I may not agree with you, but I can see why you think, why you come to this conclusion and shit. And then the TMZ shit, like, like for 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 you to be like, hey everybody, I got hooked on opioids because I was trying to look good for you. I got liposuction, blah, blah, blah. Why you get liposuction, Kanye? <laughs> not because, like, not because you okay, a man. because I, I thought it was inappropriate to kind of find that shit funny. Like, your mom died from the same shit, though, man. Like, the like there's something else going on. Like, she went for the elective little lap band, whatever shit, you know, and she wanted to reduce. And she had complications. She passed, and he felt guilty because he paid for the shit. Right, exactly. And then years later... You do the same shit. Yeah, it don't make no. That sense. Don't, I don't understand that. Like you may there, there's something else that's going on, a deeper thing. And I just wish that he wasn't on the promo run right now, and mm-hmm. he can get himself together first. Yeah. Hopefully, they push the album back or whatever. Like you don't need to be promoting the album right now. You need to be get yourself together first, and then we can talk about. So you believe in MK Ultra? One hundred percent. I think that's the. Mass effect on Kanye West, but I believe that maybe Crazy Kanye is going to give us an amazing album too. That's, I mean, maybe point, that's selfish. I don't know. Did that be like? I didn't like uh, the Yeezus. No, just because Kanye been crazy for about four years now. Bound was dope. Bound two was dope, yeah, and um, Blood, Blood on the Leaves. Leaves. That's yeah. it. Was that's my it. favorite song of that year. Yeah, but like. That was what four years ago. Yeah, maybe Kanye been on this same. Remember, he started talking with that different voice. I am a god. Yeah, that, like, that was around my dark twisted fantasy, though. No, no, no. I'm no. talking about around uh, when New Slaves first came out. When he had, he had a um, when he he debuted New Slaves, he was like in New York. He had like a projector. He had I the video that. on the wall. Around that time, he started doing them interviews. He did an interview with Zane Lowe. He did an interview. Like on Jimmy Kimmel, he had on like uh, the burger, the, um, the denim hookup, and his voice was like, "Why you got?" The, we said, "Why you got the white voice on, Kanye?" Like you didn't even sound the same. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I can tell there's something going on. I didn't have people in my family who go through mental health issues, and you know that they're not normal. They're not regular. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, in church or back in the day, you'd be like, "Man, 
Um, oh, what's the song? Woke up this morning with my mind. Like, nigga, you're not in your right mind. Like, that's a blessing for you to wake up clear and coherent and clear thought in your right mind, so to speak. Because, sure, sure. nigga, your mind, if your mind playing tricks on you, <laughs> you can't determine, I can't decipher what's, 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 what's a hallucination or what's real. I think the album might be sweet, though. Poopity scoop. This might on, this man. might be promotion. This might be all promo. I would hope not. I would be more offended if this promo. You know what the world say about crazy people, you know. What's that? Uh the world generally doesn't believe you or doesn't uh really attract to people that are crazy like that. Um I and I don't think he's out of his mind either. Because he made some very valid points. Yeah, I don't think he like just like plum crazy, um, but I do think he just not in his right mind. I think there's some other yeah, things going on. I agree. And uh, he may want to tell us something he's unable to. <clears throat> he's unable to. And also, he did dealing on a bunch. In my opinion, he dealing on like a bunch of emotion and yeah. not fact yeah, and not true. logic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff like you don't gotta wonder. We know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. we know the answer to some of this shit. Like, you don't got to wonder if 400 years sound like a choice to me. Well, well, one, <laughs> on a deeper level, uh, when did slavery start? Because the earliest time I can find is 1619. I mean, that's, um, that might be accurate. What's 1619 plus 400 years? Uh, like slavery, 2019. <laughs> like, what? Where we get this 400 year shit from? Slavery started in 1619, and it's more than 400. Like, we in 2018. That's that's 400 not, years. No, you're off, bro. 17, 18, 19, 20. Four centuries. And America only 200 is 220 something years old. Well, that might be when it began to get documented. Yeah, like sixteen, nineteen, slavery. Because America was born in seventeen seventy six. That's only two hundred and twenty six years, or two hundred or whatever, two hundred and twenty six or some years ago. And then we say, all right, even a hundred years before that, before it was America, mm-hmm. there was still some slavery. But like, where we get four hundred years from? It is a stretch though for him to say it was a choice. Um, logically, though, I do believe. He's right to a certain extent. It, with these days and age, this, mm-hmm. this current time, because slavery isn't of the physical anymore. Slavery's a, a mindset now. It's still physical. Yeah, but not as much so as it was back then. Like when my well, grandfather was. I just mean like prisoners are oh, yeah. are, are literally. Thirteenth yeah. Amendment said you you free from slavery unless you're in prison. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And then like so, his whole idea of. It sound like a plan to me. When people have been like, well, y'all should have just outnumbered them. <laughs> okay. So is everybody that's in prison right now in there by choice? Negative. Because there's more there's more prisoners than there are guards. So why don't y'all just outnumber the guards and just walk out that bitch? Mm-hmm. Y'all that's can't. True. They got the drop on y'all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? You can't do nothing. Like there be just shut shit down and you just stuck as fuck. And every once yeah. in a while there's a riot. Somebody try to escape. You know what I'm saying? There's a riot and shit like that. And then Three, four days later, when the cavalry come, mm-hmm. you niggas go. <laughs> and you never really hear about it either. Like, what goes on inside of prisons? Maybe like 20 or 30 years later. 
Did y'all hear about the nun? The lady that died recently? She was a nun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get her name and stuff and get y'all all the information. But she was in a, a covenant or something. And uh, she she explained everything that was happening inside of the process of her being a little girl mm-hmm. up until the point of getting into Catholicism and being a nun for like 30 years. She, she had, was like, more or less like groomed for it. Yeah, yeah. Like she came from it. Like her mom did it. And she didn't even know her mom did it because once you get to a certain age in there, when you come in real young, they take you away from your parents entirely. Mm. So she had, like, this crazy, crazy testimony. And I'm not joking. I'm going to find her name. And she basically exploited the whole religious group of Catholicism in itself. They, the, I mean, how, how, how crazy, how many, how out the box y'all want to get? Because, uh... Yeah, the Catholic Church run the world. They are a, a, a third of the, the branch that mm-hmm. runs the world. They run the world through religion. The Vatican is its own entity. True. D.C., the city-state, of because D.C. is not a, the city-state no, of D.C. Um, the Vatican, which is a city-state, and then London, which is also a city-state. Them three things who are not a part of the countries that they're physically sitting in, one— uh, runs the military portion, one runs the financial portion, which is London, and then one runs the um, the other way of control, which is via religion. And I got those three branches, you know what I'm saying? Like, one control the money, one control the religion, one control um, the guns yeah. to a certain extent. She said you, you took a vow once you entered in, and you your vow was for poverty, extreme poverty. <laughs> One of the first vows you take, one of the first oaths you take upon entering. They shave. I always wonder since I was little about the nuns and like what's up under their guy on their head. Do you know? Do you know they're they're bald? Like they're not allowed to have any hair. That's why they wear that. You sure all of them bald? That's crazy. I'm telling you, that's crazy. I gotta find it. You know what's a? Uh, <laughs> I like shit like that. What's the old girl name from? Um, What's that TV show with Doug Heffernan? I don't know. King of Queens. The girl from King of Queens, she used to be a Scientologist or some shit, and um, she's not no more. And she got, like, a show on television where she exposes them, and they go, like, in the Church of Scientology and, like, people be trapped and shit like that. It's pretty deep, man. It's pretty scary. And just for, um, to be factual, the nun's name was... uh Charlotte Keckler. Charlotte Keckler is her name. Gotta go watch that. He said it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It was it was an hour and thirty minutes long, but I took the time out. Yeah, shoot me that link. Uh, I got I got work tonight, and I have <laughs> I don't have nothing time. to do. So, um, phone chilling. That's crazy, man. So look, man. Uh, the reason I got you on the show, other than just wanting to be able to kick it and build, it was a couple of different things that happened in the media. And this in general, and I just wanted to get, you know what I'm saying, uh, do some mansplaining of, mm-hmm. uh, of a couple of things. You know, damn, you already you always have a, a pretty unique opinion um, about shit in general. I try. So a couple of weeks ago, an excerpt from Issa Rae's book came out. Did you, you know what I'm talking about? No, not exactly. I heard <laughs> Now, this book came out in, like, 2015, so it was not new. But there was an excerpt from it, and mm-hmm. I, I felt 
well, people felt a certain type of way about it. And she essentially was telling um, black women, highly educated black women, y'all should just go out and date Asian men. Wow. And I'm like, wow, this is the I'm rooting for everything black person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would you want us to root for, I mean, so I'm about to find it so I can uh, read what she was wow. talking about. Wow. Just exclusively Asian men? Yeah. Yeah, she was real specific about the groups. Wow. That's crazy. All right, so she says, um, educated black women are too high maintenance, high strung, and independent. They don't need men. Uh, there is a widening gap between education of black women and men, which doesn't have many suitable suitors. Unfortunately, the higher one's degree as a black woman, the lower your chances are of getting married. Add on to the compile of stereotypes of being loud, complicated, and difficult. Black women, your reputation sucks. Asian men are also overburdened with racial stereotypes uh, that they don't really work in their favor. So why wouldn't women want to marry and reproduce with men who are classified as intelligent, hard workers? Maybe because Asian men are frequently emasculated in the media or presented as sexless props for comedic relief. Oh, if only they could absorb the burden of black male stereotypes, which is genitalia exaggerations included maybe their demand will increase maybe they would be uh, maybe that would make a difference instead the plight of the Asian man is nearly the same of that of a black woman except for the fact that their women tend to marry white or other far more often in fact Asian Americans have the highest rate of intermarriage Asian men your reputation sucks too so this is the part this is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? Mm. And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. Oh, no. I'm talking Chinese, <laughs> Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. According to a, th- a 2010 census, Koreans are more inclined to marry black than any other Asian group. So black women after college, maybe it's a good idea to settle in Los Angeles or anywhere else. The Korean town is a hot spot. Asian men, your money is ditching any y'all get the picture. Wow. Wow. First initial thoughts. I mean if it was a man saying that same thing it'd be hella problematic. More so than it is ever gonna be for her. Because we're not allowed to be like real explicit, or we, it's more frowned upon for us to be like really explicit. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to sit like on a high horse with that shit. Like, you know, there's double standards out there. I mean, the shit is just is what it is. But sometimes we just get like a nasty rap with that shit and us being real specific and wanting real specific things. Like, it's frowned upon. But for a woman, it's not so much. Secondly, you know what, man? Like, I like black women. That's just my preference. That's right. what I want in my life. You know, sometimes the same race just ain't for everybody. It ain't for me to judge what you like or what you love. Like, if you can roll over in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and deal with it, I mean, God bless it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. love what you love, want what you want. You know, opinions are like assholes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And now we got more platforms to shit on. So, I mean, just say what you want. If that's how she feel, at least she she ain't talk it down. She ain't hide about it. Shit, I don't even know if she really spoke out on it. Shit just came and went. It was a fart and a win. Right. And Issa Rae, nigga, if they say Insecure going to debut, 
fucking Memorial Day weekend, niggas is going to forget about this shit and be in front of the TV on Sunday evening watching Insecure. So, I mean, I don't care. She like what she like. I like what I like. Yeah. Can't nobody shake me on that shit, so. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, Initial thoughts. Because we're going to go deeper into this. It's an opinion. Like like you said, it, it's an opinion. And I don't object people's opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But um, I don't know if she did, like, some research recently or something or where this came from all of a sudden. But I'm not against, you know, other races, you know, marrying outside of their race or whatnot. But I just... I don't know where that came from. Like, what? Where, where did it stem from? Like, when did be so? Last year, the, what was it? The Golden Globes or the Emmys, whatever? She had the shirt. I'm rooting for everybody. Everything black. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the thing. Like, so when did it become black? That's what I'm saying. When did it become pro pro black for you? Because three years ago in your book, you was like black women. You need to go find an Asian man. Maybe her mind is still pro black for black women. Like, we'll never, the two conversations is never going to come up in the same setting and we'll ever see the answer to that shit. Like, she's if a protected no one ever space. Right. But she's a protected space, a protected brand, a protected image. Protected by who? Uh, you can speak HBO. your mind. You speak your mind. You, like, your voice, our voice, like, we don't, I'm not afraid of HBO. No, ain't no platform above reproach. Ain't no person above reproach. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you, but like that's just a big that's a big monster to fight. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah a, nobody is above reproach, but shit, you still fighting a a conglomerate. Uh, we just got another guest to walk in the building. Uh, hey, and this is perfect because we just got into the crux of uh <laughs> some of the stuff, and I would really love to hear your opinion on this before we get uh get all the way into it. Um, so what I just went through, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but in 2015, Issa Rae wrote a book. And in her book, she went through explaining that um, that black women, because of their uh, because of their view of being loud and educated and stuff like that, that they should just skip black men and go date Asian men. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's I thought I read her book. Uh, and this is uh, this is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. Join forces. Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? I, did, I must not have finished it. And I'm not talking about the Filipinos because they're like the blacks of Asians. Wow. I didn't. That's the first time I heard that. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I haven't heard anything like that. That's it's kind of wild. I mean, it, it, maybe it, makes I'm, me, it makes me feel a certain type of way. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, no. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, you have, uh, like, I don't, hmm, I'm trying to not come in and get in trouble. I don't want to <laughs> come in and get in trouble, but, like, this whole, you know, you know, I feel that energy. I feel like a. I love Serena Williams. We're I love gonna, her. We're gonna get into that too. I, I love, but but I feel like it's some type of energy that when that happens, it's like gone, girl, gone, girl. Do you, girl? Yeah, he got, mm-hmm. she got her one. But but when, when, it's, when it's us, it's like 
He ain't woke. <laughs> he ain't. We're despised immediately. Yeah, like, like that's. You know what I'm saying? It's different energy when it's when it's us. It's like, oh, he he can't handle no. Right, he right, can't right. handle no no strong black you women. Know, that that's why us. he. That's why he over there because he can't handle that. That takes us to a different level that I don't want to kind of intrude on. I try not because it's the f word. You know the. I don't have anything against them, but it it's kind of like a contradiction to me. Like F word, I'm sorry. What you mean? Feminism. Oh, okay. Feminist, you know. We, we did an episode in, in year one, feminism has failed you because it's not it's not working for you. Like, At all whatsoever. It doesn't work. And if we're if our goal is to stop segregation well, completely, then the new age feminism. Because in, in your heart of hearts, I mean if you a black man, you should be a feminist too. You from a, a black woman, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, in the true essence of the word, not this. I'm a I'm a live a wild life. With, I'm gonna do some outlandish shit and then fall back on and be like, hey, well, I'm a feminist. I can do what right, I want right. to do. I do what like, I want. That's that's the I don't know what's the definite. What's it changes. Def- it oh, changes okay. every. It changes <laughs> so much. Like, what, uh, t- I'm I'm a woman. I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I'm a free spirit means mm-hmm. feminists. They have all originally types it was supposed to be some sort of equality standard that women it started off in the economic sector of it that women should get paid as much as men and it slowly increased to like damn they can do whatever they want to whenever they want to and here's the justification what i don't like is is that like I, i'm i'm for equality let's do the equality things Thanks. um but not when it's convenient for you. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's do mm-hmm. the equality thing. Let's you know if we're doing it, and if that's in the household. I mean, I, I you know everybody runs their household the way they want to run it. It's fine, but if you if we're gonna do the equality thing, you know, you know, I mean, hey, the trash needs to be taken <laughs> out. <in. laughs> like like I mean, you got the same legs and arms, and the grass needs to be cut. Make sure you edge it. Make sure you edge it right. <laughs> So and, this, <laughs> and all that. So this, this is what I want to say. It's like I don't even one. I don't think that men and women are the same. I don't. No. You know what I'm saying? And I think I do believe in gender roles. I don't think one is better than the other. Mm-mm. I think they are equally as important, but they're not the same. So I don't subscribe to. I can do everything that you can do because I don't. Because I can't do everything that you can do. As Wait, a woman, you have you are special. You are the mother of the universe. Like mm-hmm. you literally. Our God, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do things to sustain life that I could not do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but, but you need me. Yeah. Okay. Like, Facts. You, you, yeah, you can, so you, there, can, you need my seed too to create. Absolutely. Okay. So, there are things that you can do. Um, so, you are very important. So, there's some shit I can't do that you can do. And guess what? There are some Vice things versa. that I can do that you can't do. That doesn't mean that I'm better or you're worse or, or vice versa. I just want everybody to be on the same page sometimes because it seems like an easy cop out when you want to do some shit that benefits you to you fall back on gender roles. Mm-hmm. And then when I say something different, it was like, well, no, I'm a, I'm a woman. Right. When it's convenient. And that's, when the it's end convenient. Of the, that's the end of the discussion like yeah. because I'm a woman. So the reason I bring up that Easter right thing, because I've just been feeling like lately it, it's almost been like an attack on black men. And like where do we go for any kind of refuge? Mm-hmm. If, I mean, we don't get no love anywhere in the world, no police interaction, no no jobs, no anything. And then, like, at the end of the day, unfortunately, there is a portion of our own black women who on online and Twitter, black men are trash. 
Like that's a that's yeah, a crazy. that's a a hat that's a thing or whatever. So I'm like, well, listen. I think society is like trying to strip away our voice entirely, and then beyond society, we should be able to fall back on our women to do such. Society, or I don't like to say society because it's such a broad like word, but they have made it to the point where they have turned our own women against us. Facts. They rely on the system more than they do us. And and but to be fair, sometimes they rely on the system more cuz we ain't nowhere to be found. True. And, very much so. And you know, when when you ask the question, well, where do we go for our camaraderie or mm-hmm. refugees or, or w- refuge or mm-hmm. what you said, I feel like also with the, you said police are what they are right now. Our black women are with there, and you know the the job. You know the white man ain't. You know we we ain't gonna go to him and say help us out. But it's like we need to come together, like together us Absolutely. that we go to each other because it's a lot of guys just hating on guys. Facts, and it, it, they don't even know why. <laughs> so they don't this even is, know why. So this is my view, right? And this is what really irritates me the most. So like in general, black folks, we have been. We there's a perception that we have been treated a certain way by white folks. We've always been poorer. They've always had. We always been the less than in most situations or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, and via the majority, um, there is certain stigmas that come from few but are attached to many. So Correct. this happened in this little group, but we're gonna apply it to everybody. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me and my own folks, um, what I think. Is worse is that so if uh, if there is a, a group of black women or a group of women in general who take the actions of a few or a certain personality type and then attach them to all black men, mm-hmm. being that you're black yourself and you know how that's how that system has treated us via from white black, I think it's even worse for you to take the actions of few and attach them to many, many because you right. already know how to make everybody yeah, feel. Sure. We've already went through that shit. I shouldn't have to deal with that from my own. Sure. Now, I'm saying some people are. It's some niggas that ain't shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, sure. it's yeah. Sure. I, I, I mean, know a lot of them. I know some of them. them. I've been one of them before. <laughs> Not even, it's just people in general. People then. in general, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't, I won't attack. Like, for myself, I'm never going to tell you all black women are this or all this. If you start off a conversation with all anything, you 99.9% wrong. wrong. Yeah, but I, you know, which. I can, but I, you know, I'm a, I'm an expert on my opinion, so I can definitely say, you know, you know, not all, but most of the females I've dealt with, blah 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 blah. Okay. I mean, because I would never say, like you said, it'd be wrong for me to say all oh, all females, y'all be on some crazy stuff. We can't even go out. I could just say. The chicks I deal with, most of them be out of their... Yeah, full, full of shit. Full of shit. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to... But then the question <laughs> the question arises where I look at now, this very day and age and time, and I look at what we're going through in society as a whole, compared to back then, since we've been in... This goes back to the beginning when we talked about the 400 plus years of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And since black people, since we've been through so much shit... Tell me how the hell my grandmother and my grandfather stayed together for 50-plus years. Tell me how these generations did that with less. Mm. And they created more with less. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know what to I call mean, it. Th- things cost less. The cost Facts. of living was, was different. 
one hundred percent. You could feed a entire a family, family off one of, income. Yeah, that's true. But the amount of segregation, the amount of racism, as opposed to now, then, I don't think it compares to it the things does. that my. I think economically and things of that nature it compares. Now we have we have things that's happening like people somebody gets shot here and there. I'm not making light of the situation, but compared to the shit that my my grandfather went through. So listen. Well, this is the argument that some people make that we were better off in segregation because because you were segregated with all your people, mm. you had to spend money with all your people. Mm. Like you had mm. no other option. So when I had to go buy a loaf of bread, I bought it from a black dealer. I mean, a black store. And then mm-hmm. like so your money circulated your community. It didn't go anywhere else because yeah, it, it had to stay in. Mm. So everybody was to a certain extent sharing. It was like exchange of goods and services because you had to stay inside of your community. I couldn't go to your white store. I couldn't do this. So, like, yeah, I would call it, you know, I you definitely, if you're comparing the two back then and now, you know, it's really, really tough because of the 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 behind the scenes racism and the, mm-hmm. the it's not it, well, it's getting more overt, overt, overt now that. You know, the president is who, you know, who, yeah, they, who yeah. they are. You know, it's getting more out in the open, you know. But, you know, to compare them, you know, it's things that they can do now. I think, like, what you were talking about, systematically they can do stuff that, that they can be behind closed doors the yeah. way they don't let us in, and it doesn't look like. It doesn't, it, it's right. not go pick the cotton, but right. it's, you know, right. it's the modern day go you pick the cotton. Right. You can't come here with your cotton. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, we got to cut you out some type of way. Some type. It's just it's it's the it's the when it's, it's when it's easier to get a home loan or a car loan than it is for you to get a small business loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I can't. I I can get a home. You can get a home loan for a hundred thousand dollars. Two. Yeah, <laughs> they giving they give it to but you. I'm saying you try and get that same small business loan. For sure. for two hundred thousand dollars, that's crazy. And then like the discrimination, just because uh, our president just um, kicked out a um, a bill that stopped discrimination in auto loans. Or I whatever. saw that. And like Maxine Waters, yeah, the Honorable Miss Maxine Waters was not having. She's like, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not going to give you one second of my time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is because this <laughs> happened to me in real life. You know what I'm saying? So when I was. Oh, I didn't have a twenty four percent interest rate. Literally, when I'm twenty, insane, right? Okay. Yeah, when I was twenty two years old and I needed a car, all the other cars I had in my life before was always in someone else's name. Mm-hmm. I was paying the bills or whatever. I didn't have any kind of credit for like a cell phone bill that I paid, but like I didn't, I didn't have established credit in my name because mm-hmm. I was still living at home or I had just moved out of home. You know what I'm saying? Or in that transition period, so I went to get a car. And without a co-signer, I had to go to Detroit, too, mm-hmm. and I got a 24% interest rate. Now, the white boy at my job, the gentleman at my job, white boy sounds disrespectful. Uh, the gentleman at my job. Yeah. Give it to him. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How I said it sounds disrespectful. I got you. But the, the guy at my job who was in the exact same situation had never had any kind of credit and got a car by himself. He got a 13% interest rate, and I got a 24% interest rate on a 94 grand marquee. And you get a, a a newer vehicle at thirteen percent interest rate, and we both are the same. We the same age. We both got the same credit. Like I can see if I would fuck my credit up, I didn't have any, and he didn't have any either, and he didn't have a cosigner. How old were you? I was like twenty two. And you knew interest rates. It's pretty good. I, I well, <laughs> that's pretty good. 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't knew to compare. I mean, the knowledge because is, my, is where you know I feel like that's because my, my car note was four hundred eighty four dollars. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. at the time we was working at something like the money wasn't a problem because yeah, we was, was making commission and shit. But like it wasn't all right. Fuck it. But mm-hmm. then like when you start looking at like. Well, why am I paying four hundred eighty-four dollars for a ninety-four grand marquee in two thousand and something? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, man! Did you pay it off? No, I end up getting because uh, you know the, the 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 thing is, I get you a really high interest rate, and most of your first year, or your year or two, all that money goes to interest. interest. And then by the twice. time that your car start breaking down, we figure that you go you gonna stop paying. So I got all my money up front. So when the car start breaking down and shit. It's like, or I turned it in and I got another car. But then you end up rolling money into something else. Mm. So I got a newer car, but you roll in the money. So now I got a lower interest rate, but you, my bill is higher because I'm rolling money into it. Mm. And it's a cycle that you can't get out of. It you is. upside down already. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And like, so then I'll end up paying five thirty seven eighteen for a 2006 Taurus or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was two, like five thirty seven eighteen. Wow, back to. But at the time... Well, we was making enough money, like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't shit. But like, when you think about like, well, how much your car note? Like, I've been paying this shit for X amount of years. Like, well, nigga, you got a Range Rover, you paying, or you got a Caddy, or you did, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, so just think about if at a young age, I was if I was treated fairly and got a regular interest rate, all the excess money that that I was spending out, what I could have did with that, what I could have invested in, or what could what mm-hmm. I could have purchased or whatever, like. It's they not figure you coming for it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. on the on the racism and the discrimination chip, it may not be physical, mm-hmm. but now I'm just got another way to I'll pencil whip you into some shit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I learned I learned something too, by the way, since we all learning on a daily basis. I'm twenty seven years old, I'll be twenty eight in two weeks. Um I just tried to purchase a home. And um I found out things about my credit score that I had never knew about credit initially, right. you know. I knew about credit, but I didn't know about the what proper way. Across, yeah, credit score. Yeah, the highest things that impact it or how to develop your credit. So before you even turn 18, you got a perfect credit score. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Jewish friends. I got a lot of Asian friends. And that's, that comes from me where I work at and doing my business on the side or whatnot. And do you know that these kids, um, my boy, his name is Josh, actually. His uh, grandmother owns 2% of Detroit Business, actually. Mm. He... um. It's it's a funny story. and I'm gonna be real quick with it. But uh, Josh wanted a car. This is when we were coming out of uh, we were coming out of high school. The first year I went to OCC before I went to the University of Houston. Stay here. I said I'm gonna kick it with Josh or whatever. See what we can you know do together. You know come up with something. You know, Josh' grandmother was had had a credit card in his name from the time he was 15 years old. Right, mm-hmm. and she didn't even buy anything. She would go get gas. Yep. You know, build his credit up. So by the time Josh got 18. Josh had an 800 credit score. Josh could go to the lot and get whatever he wanted. Josh could go get a home. What I just found out recently, what what uh, others have been doing is, instead of uh, me applying for a car loan, I'll just get a credit card with a low interest rate and buy my car with the credit card. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting your car loan at your 4% or 9%, 13%, whatever the interest rate that you get for your car loan, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a credit card with 2% interest rate or maybe even a 0% interest rate and put that bitch on my credit card and just pay my credit card off. Oh, like, we kicking knowledge. I got some knowledge. We you know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> me and you would be different because the credit limit that we would get mm-hmm. probably won't be big enough to put an entire car on, right. but others 
yeah. can do that. Sure. So I got a homegirl who works um, at a dealership down in Atlanta, and she said, no, this, this is what all the white folks do. They That's come they in do. there, and they put that shit on their credit card at their 2% or maybe 0% interest for X amount of months or whatever. And guess what? Then I'll just take the balance on this. And transfer it to a different car. <laughs> with a di- you know what I'm saying? I just keep wow. carrying it over. So instead of us working harder, we need to work smarter. And like I was like, well, I literally never thought about it's that. It's a huge shit. difference between good debt and bad debt. Yeah. Like, it's things I, I done learned. Good over debt, time. bad debt, the the availability of your yeah. debt. So if you got a, a $1,000 credit card, a credit card limit, you should never use over a third of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. And basically, if you got a bunch of credit cards and you don't have anything on them, that is, does not mean that you're good. Yeah, that doesn't actually. We really need doesn't. you to have a they third have of your debt active. Active. I think it's I think sixty six percent available. Yeah, I think the, the the number, the global number of um, what you should spend on your credit card was like somewhere between fourteen and eighteen percent mm-hmm. to have the highest impact. Yeah. You know? That shit, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, but don't nobody really break that shit down. It, it, for it, us. The, th- the thing is, is that when you know when you talk about your friends that know know and they share with their friends, mm. it seems like when we know something, we don't. We want to keep it because to us, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if he has something, then that means I have less. When it's just enough for everybody, just because, exactly. just it's because, more than enough for everybody. It's more than enough for everybody. So just because I give him this information and he goes and get a nice car, that doesn't mean I can't do the same thing. Right. But for some reason, we think. Well, if I give him knowledge and he gets something, it's going to mean that I'm going to get less. And that doesn't even – it's just so I'm going to keep it all to myself. Exactly. Because, you right. know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't want him to have nothing. And that's going to make me – like, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, that's – that could be possibly some of that stuff that's been burned into our DNA over those 400 <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that was that was interesting that was brought up – 400 was, years. Yeah, 400 years, right? <laughs> it's – um. <laughs> Man, it's very interesting actually because if I was um if I was a kid, right? And say for example, uh no in fact I'm an adult. So I got a kid, I just had a kid. There's another way that you can bring your kid into this world, this economic world in in very 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 good standing to start. Like not even talking about the example I gave you earlier. Like you could do this. From the time of my child is born, I can make him an authorized user on my credit card. Yes, you and can. And not give him my credit card. Yes, you can. So what I just found out. There are ways. Know. There are so a many ways. A month ago. And, and, and when you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when you have, when you do that and they're, you know, and then the, and the baby is one or two, in 10 years, when you have 10 years credit history, <laughs> history that right. means that your, that your history is now at the highest, is at 100%. No. So you don't have to wait till you're 18 to go get to 28 to have a 10 years, you could be one into 11 and just be an authorized user and you getting you're all good. that credit history. You're good. I just found out about a month ago because there's companies or whatever that quote unquote help you build your business lines of credit and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm having a conversation with the guy and I was like, how does this work? Like, I need, I need you to break this down to me so I can understand. And it's the same thing. So like we have credit lines that we've had open for 20 years or whatever, to have high balances. Essentially, we add you as an authorized user for six months. Um, so even after six months and once your name comes off, 
it never comes off that this but that you was on this car. So by default, your next credit card is going to have a higher limit. Mm. So they they basically show you how to get money, whatever. I'm like, if that's all you gotta do, like, so if you know somebody with a higher limit, I'm like, well, essentially, I don't have I don't have to pay your company to do that. Like, no. I I can just go mm-hmm. to somebody with a higher limit, and, and you know what I'm saying I'm like, who knew that that's how I were you like, right. and forever. That's on like so now for any credit cards you get it's always going to be if you was getting five thousand dollar limits now you bumping up to ten thousand yeah. and now that you didn't got a ten thousand dollar limit your next car is going to be a higher bracket I'm like oh y'all just y'all got the game it's a system but it's all I I I mean everything that you guys are discussing right now I mean honestly I read it in the book it was in the book. They talked about all this stuff about credit, how to fix your credit, about what impacts your credit. It talked about uh, when you don't pay for don't pay for your divorce with your credit card because credit card companies are going to see that and think that you are going to have less, so your credit score goes down if you pay for your divorce with your. It talked about a lot of like it talked about credit as this moving mechanism like it's like a per they watching everything you do and everything is Fact. yeah it's, it's going to affect your credit if you do this and if you sneeze if you it was real intricate and I, I i couldn't believe the things like i said like paying for like paying for your divorce with a credit card i mean i i don't even know why you know either way you would even think about yeah but they're like well you you just got a divorce so you know, we know that you're going to have less money or you're going to have problems and then your credit goes down. And, you know, I mean, you guys probably know it. It affects your insurance mm-hmm. as far as, you know, how how much your insurance goes. Because the, the insurance company is saying, well, if you're not responsible enough to pay your bills, you're probably going to have a car accident. accident. Like, <laughs> you're going to drive faster because you're upset. That, yeah. That's I don't know, like, but that's that's what they say. You're poor, so you drive worse. <laughs> I don't I don't know how it correlates, but I know that that is like a thing. Yeah. So you know, uh, that's that that shit is completely wild to me. <laughs> but I mean, it's true, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think to a certain extent it is. Well, black people been broke their whole lives, so we are black people worse driver than white people. I I think that it's a if, it's, if, it's, if, a, if it's that if it's that it's cut a, and dry. It's a credibility thing. It's to say. This you're not responsible enough to pay your bills, so Therefore, I'm not thinking you're. You, you know, I'm. I'm talking. I'm. I'm saying that you more likely to do this or to. I don't even understand how this shit's still legal. I don't even understand how it's still legal for 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 you to, to get turned down from a job because you got a low credit score. I'm waiting for somebody to take yeah, that to the security. That. I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's, it's credibility. You're it's gonna, a, it's you're gonna steal because you don't know how to manage your damn shit. It's credibility. That's the that's the <laughs> that is profiling. Especially that's especially jobs, profiling. especially jobs that you know have it, like they like, take the racial out of it because they don't say this for black people or for I mean, white I, people. I, I, I work in banking and yeah. like people who, who who we need people to work, but we live in the Metro Detroit area where it's hard to get people with a credit score over a certain. Certain a certain number, so it was like, yeah, I think this person would be perfect for this job. And guess what? Maybe if you gave them a job and they was able to earn some money, they could probably pay some of that debt down, so their credit right. wouldn't be so fucked exactly. up. But you gonna tell them they can't work, and because what you're telling them is because maybe you went through a divorce, maybe you had a foreclosure, whatever. I think you're gonna steal. You're you have the um, we like we what's the what's the movie when they was predicting crime. 
pre-crime? That was Minority <laughs> no, Report. It's the Minority, minority Report. report. Yo, but, but I'm just pre-crime. saying. You a pre-scumbag <laughs> right now. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, you, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I know what you're saying. But I would come on, man. I People would, go through shit. Listen, they, like, do, they do. They do. They, they have do. They determined that th- there is no bearing as far as what your credit score is and what you plan to do as far as paying bills back. Well, how do, how was it? Because because if you I don't know about that. If how, your credit score it? is bad, uh, then you're not paying. I bills. think it was for I think it was for work. It was like there is no co- there's not a direct correlation between your 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 credit score. And the level of work you would do at a job. Because last year on HBO, what's the man named the Oliver Report or whatever? He did his whole thing on credit scores. And like 75% of the credit scores inside of the America are like wrong. The credit bureaus have your name mixed with a bunch of different. It's just a whole bunch of inaccuracies. Yeah, and it's really, Shit. it doesn't have a bearing. That's why they can't, they can't guarantee that or because this person has an 800 credit score. They're gonna be a better for your, the better fit for your job. Like they can't guarantee it. Can't guarantee it, but um, I mean, you know, you know I mean, I it's just I would say and these more credit than, and these credit agencies is just a company that's like mm-hmm. they're not attached to like the government or whatever. Like it's a company that I created. Like mm-hmm. instead of Equifax, they go to Jay Johnson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and I, I won't even lie to you guys. And I'm black. I won't lie to you. If I was in the position. To do these things that 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 big corporations do, I would do the same thing. I probably wouldn't, just because I know my family would never starve again. Like hypothetically speaking, if I could start something right now, I would make like off the top of my head because I know this shit like the back of my hand. I would make like a debt consolidation company, just off the top of my hand, just because I know people gonna want houses. They need somewhere to stay. Baby mamas don't have baby daddies. They need somewhere to take their children. So how about I work through you, and uh, we'll deal through. I make you sign a paper, but I deal through the state, and go for um, Section Eight. Yeah, you know, and uh, deal with you that way because I know I'm gonna get my money at the end of the day. How how does uh, uh, well how does how does are you saying you're gonna consolidate debt, mm. meaning that you're gonna take all a debt, all of it, put it into one one debt, and have one payment of that? That's what you're gonna do. I will make them well. Systematically, it would work similar to that, but I would say, for example, you come to me, you want to. Yeah, I want a house. I got I got fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. What I got medical bills. I got student debt. I got this. You you're gonna consolidate my my debt. I'm gonna take all your debt, mm-hmm. put it into one lump sum. I'm going to pay it, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna lock you in mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, until you pay it at an interest rate mm-hmm. to the point where you're actually going to pay for me, pay for it damn near twice. Oh. oh, okay. So now I got fifty thousand, but I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a pay a hundred thousand dollars. Was, the laws of land. Was 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 the opportunity out here, but a lot of people aren't doing is you can purchase debt. That's true. And that is true. Very for pennies so. on a dollar, and the, the the creditor who called people house like, hey, can you pay us? Can you pay us? When you get somebody to pay them, that money comes to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I can go to whatever credit. I can buy fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. For a thousand dollars, and now I own that debt. So when I'm people, when I got a, when I got a I've call, never ever heard. That's crazy. Yeah. So I never heard of that. So the 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 credit consolidate whatever company like we call it on behalf of blah blah blah. I own that debt now. So when you pay, <coughs> you paying me. Can you pick like? Can you say I don't want? I'm gonna buy fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. Can you make sure no niggas is in there? 
Okay. <laughs> okay, you got I don't want to buy all white people's debt. I don't want to. You got once you own it, you got to look through the names. Oh, no. Cuz I know. You I look through the names. Mess around and you buy my debt and you any, call me. Any four letter names are probably white. <laughs> it's right. going to be bad. Beth, right. It's going to be bad. Uh, Paul you know what I'm saying? I'm What's dig- the chances of you getting somebody to pay off that damn debt? It's all the time. No, depending on what you get. Yeah. Like you if know, you what get, if you get me, it's a wrap. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> a, it's a collect. I mean, people collections is a big thing. Your job got a collection department, I'm sure. I mean, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but do you, if you know your laws, like front to back, and I don't know mine, I just know I have seen it happen firsthand. You don't have to pay a collection agency at all. At all. I mean, you don't have to at all. Like you really can. But I'm on the phone. I make it sound so. (laughs) I make it sound. You you've threatened. They. We need to. uh, First of all, Mr. Johnson. This is our last. This is our final call. Now, nigga, this is the first time I talk to you. What you talking about? Final call. They, they, are, <laughs> they got a pressure. They got to get you. They're good. They're good. They're. Uh, I, I didn't like. It feels like they'll call like five times within an hour. They, they, they'll call, and I, I've, I'm like, I, I'm gonna pay this bill, but then they, they like. Um, you have some family that you can borrow the money from. Yeah, no, right now, no. Okay? They, this is this is this is what this is what they hit me with. When I, I had to like have a conversation with the lady. She said, uh, "We we have a credit card on file. We have like we have a your bank account on file. You want me to just take any take the money out? Like I I don't. No, I don't want you to just take the money out. Of, it's no money in that account. Like what are you? I'm, I'm not paying it because well, we have we have your account number on file. I, you want us to just take that money out of that? That's what Macy's. No, does. I don't want you to just take the Macy's money. Macy's would be there. like well, I, ridiculous. You, you called it from any, my. I lost my damn Macy's card and shit in Macy's. By the way, I called for a new car. Like you know, you, you also have a balance due. Uh, would you like us Let's to take it out? This. Would you also like to take out the account ending such and such and such? So I'm like, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with you repeating myself, <laughs> repeating my shit back to me. Why is my shit readily available like they, that? They, they, like anybody okay. who go in my account and not got my shit now? Like I don't. They need... probably just show them the last four, but they want you to pay. Yeah, they want you to pay. Like, we see you owe us thirty eight dollars. No, I'll pay when can I get it. T- can I, you take I, care of that right now? I'll, right now, right now, right now. <laughs> I'm like, if you can, we can get that so card funny? out to you within twenty four hours. And look, what's so funny? We'll overnight it. So yo, it's maybe the the fifth. Your bill due on the tenth, right? So yo, the, your total balance is hundred dollars, and yo, your what you do is twenty five. Um, we see you had a total balance of hundred dollars. We just take the whole thing right now. I'm like, no, nigga, I can take care of this right now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you this high twenty five until I feel like, even if I plan on playing a hundred. I'm gonna call back and do it because I don't. I don't want to. I don't do like it. your. I don't like your energy. Right, I don't right, like you right. telling me what to hey, do, man. I'm just gonna be a nigga about it. Like if I can pay you the minimum balance, guess what the fuck you're getting? The minimum, half of that. The, the least amount I can pay is what I want to pay. Hey, you know, I actually found out another way that you guys, or not just you guys, but everybody that's listening, could make some more money on the side. Is um, there's actually something that states, and I learned this from one of my friends that. Aren't, that isn't black again, and uh, you got any black friends? Oh, I got one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did. I mean, but um, you actually when robocallers call your house and all you, day, and you ask them, "Are you a robocaller?" If they don't say anything or they say no, that's ten thousand dollars. I'm sorry, in your that's, pocket every time. 
How, how do you collect? Like, what's how you not, prove yeah. it? <laughs> like, what's with with the machine? Like, it's a machine. Like, you keep that recorded. And you take that to circuit court. You get your cheese. Like, only I, reason I say that because I don't know if you guys I, know I, what they do. I, what they doing now is uh, they spoofing call. They spoofing the number. So I get random calls all day from three one three numbers, mm. and I answer. It's not like a person. It's a mm. uh, don't hang up. This is not a sales call. Blah, 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 blah. And if you or if you miss the call, you call back. The number that you call back is a real is a real person's number. It's just a regular person on the end of the phone call. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So wow. they spoof a number, so it looks like it's a local call coming, whatever. And someone have, and I, the reason I know that this is what's going on is because somebody has called me back and said, "No, I got your number," and they read it up to me on my as a missed call. I'm like, "Nigga, I did not call you," <laughs> <laughs> but I have also been getting mm. <laughs> these right. calls. Mm. I've been, no, I have. At least sixty numbers blocked in my phone. Like you're never gonna call I'm me again from this number. We I worked at a call center for uh, six months during Chrysler layoff. <laughs> worked at a call center, and I was so shocked at how easy it is to just get on the phone. And I'm not even talking to you. I'm just pressing buttons. You say hello. Boom. I can help. get people to donate. Do things that. Yo, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. Block. I I know. No way in hell I, you can block all those numbers. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a feature that yeah, you, you could just block. Be, yeah. Okay, we're going to show me that. All right. <laughs> so, look, man, it's, an, it's, a, it's another topic I, I, I wanted to discuss. And, uh, Anybody want? Dane, we kind of we kind of talked about this off air. Uh, but, Vince, I want, I want you to. Uh, yeah, it's some water in the fridge over here. Uh, so somebody posted something on Twitter the other day, and um, uh oh, uh, so somebody posted on Twitter the other day, and um, it said, "I'm gonna find it." Twitter. And, What's your Twitter? Uh, your J, tw- J Johnson three one three on everything. Did you just tell me on everything? Or no, that's the, the <laughs> no. It's J Johnson. Oh, oh, I thought you was hitting me with it. <laughs> uh, so this was this 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 was a tweet. The tweet said, "Black men have to do better maintaining their seeds. Multiple women shouldn't be able to say they gave birth to your children." Mm. And I didn't. I was like, "Well, does." Having children by multiple women mean by default you can't maintain your seeds? Because I don't see the direct correlation. Sometimes situations don't go as planned. Sometimes right. you know you grow and move. Preach. So read it again. Read 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 it again for me. The the first what you it, black men have to do better maintaining their seeds. Multiple women shouldn't be able to say they gave birth to your children. And this is a female saying uh, this. Nine times out of ten, yes. No, it was a fella. It was a guy. Oh, okay. He kind of sweet. No way. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that was a guy. Uh, so then I said, does having multiple children uh, mean by default you can't maintain your seeds? Then the response was, in other words, niggas need to stop having three or four baby mothers, especially when all of their kids are growing up within, within broken homes, a terrible practice, even worse results. So then I, my question was, um, if your child does not live in the same home as you, right. does that mean your child lives in a broken home? Is that is that is does that mean like? Because I when I think of a broken home, I'm thinking if you're if you're not 
you're in a situation where you don't have love for your child or you're not in the, actively in that child's life, mm-hmm. like, just because we live in two separate homes, does that mean my home? That doesn't mean that. No. Like, I thought that that I, I thought that that would be the the technical definition. That broken home is is when the home doesn't have the mom and the dad in it. Because technically, I, or, I mean that doesn't. I mean, am I, I'm not calling so it wrong or right, but I'm yeah. just saying technically. Like generally, a, yeah. we'll say a broken home is where the mom or the dad is. You know, is, is separate. It's not they a, aren't in the same yeah. household. I mean, technically, I'm not, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a broken home. Means that is no love from the dad or it's no love from yeah. the mom. I'm just saying that's because I heard a broken home. It could still be a mother and father figure is still in the home and it's a whole structure. Yeah. Like the family, family, love, life, relationships—they don't all have to fit inside of the same box. You know what I'm saying? It's cool for them to sit outside of the circle and be something, something different. It may not look the same traditionally, but it doesn't mean that this model doesn't work. Yeah, I just think like as long as kids are loving. You know, good nurturing environments to help them cultivate into, you know, responsible people and good young adults that can make capable decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shouldn't matter what the structure looks like. Do what's best for this child, help make them the best person they can be, and let them grow and nurture and learn the rest of the world on their own. Set them up for success as best as you can. True. And when have you ever heard someone say, well, I'm mad my mom and dad aren't really, like, living together. I've no, never heard that before. I, I my, my kids say that. <laughs> I've heard that. And I have a son. Nah, I, I've heard that. I, I mean, I've, I've said that growing up. Like, I wish my dad was, was here in the house. I wish I could. Like, I never, I've never met my father. My father died in prison. Hmm. I never once seen a picture of him. Wow. Not once. And my, my mom told me when I was 16 years old. Like, my mom raised me differently. Like, she didn't, my mom never, and I'm not bitter or angry. My mom never hugged me. She never was like, I love you. My mom what? was like, I need you to be a man from the job. That's, 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 I got that's three crazy. kids. I need you to help me, boy. You were the oldest? So, yeah. that's, that's very interesting that. I just wanted to talk so to if So, if single parents are raising children uh, say without love without hugs say hey be a man if I'm not teaching you right. the empathy and the compassion everything can we really be get upset once a, a, a man gets older and does not have a loving caring or empathetic relationship with a woman right if, I, mean, how, I mean how has that affected you I mean you're not getting it from <laughs> you're not getting it from the like at first I'm gonna tell y'all the truth like honestly it was hard for me in the beginning because I I didn't want, it wasn't like I wanted my mom and dad to be together. I wanted to be able to talk to my dad. Because it was certain points in my life I felt like I needed him Thanks. to talk to me or get my mind right. Like where I'm in a basketball game in high school quarterfinals and I'm being a pussy and I needed somebody to be, hey, come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Like I'm not going to lie to y'all. And this might sound, this might, this might sound obscure to some of y'all, but I don't think I needed the hugs. That early on in my life, I needed that because I wouldn't have got through none of the shit that I'm going through currently or been through if it wasn't for my mama doing. Like I didn't understand that early on. Um, well, that's definitely valid because I mean that's how you feel. But maybe you could have got through it. You just got through it differently. True, that is true. true. You know, very what I mean? much so. Very much so. I, what, was, what, 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 in what way do you think? I mean, if you had to being older now, how 
What do you think not having the love and the hugs from your mom, what way did that affect you? Like, It affected me in terms of my compassion for women, mm-hmm. for people. I am a sheer competitor. Like, I don't care. I, I'm a different type of human being. Like, I don't care what it costs, what's what's the consequence for something. If it's going to come down to me and you at the end of the day, you're going to die. But in what what are we talking about right now? Like, like we yeah, in like, brave heart or something? No, no, no. Like, what are we I'm talking saying, about? I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying like in terms of I get you. In terms of me going, if it's for anything out here in this world that I desire, and that was something that was instilled in you by your your mom. Period. Like, well, give me Period. A, like what? Give me like if we going for the like I mean like give me an example like okay that something that me and you will be in this world. Y'all going out for the same job? We going for the same job. So yeah, you got an education and I don't. Okay, let's just say that hypothetically. Okay, I'm going to do every single thing in between and pull from every single resource I have to get that job. And you feel not being hugged and not being told that you uh, your love made you like that. I don't. Not just maybe. I feel like it gave me enough to not because there's a certain point in a boy's life where he goes through this phase. I don't know if y'all went through it, but I went through it to the point where you're not tough. And when you get mad, you just cry. Or, you know, when you're a boy, you get mad, you just cry, you tear up shit. Or, you know, you yell at your mom or dad right, right, in the right. black house. Or you ain't yelling at your mama, for sure. But there's a certain point in life where you go through that. And I remember, I can remember vividly a specific time in my life. I, I grew up in Brightmore. I was coming home, and I ran home that day. My mom was like, why are you sweating? And I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. But it was actually the boys were chasing me around the block. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was like... 40 or 50 guys, like, no no BS. If you know Brightmore, you know they be deep. Like, they be super deep. Mm-hmm. And my mom made me go outside. She said, I bet I had not a nigga at my door. It was six niggas lined up. She said, I'm not letting you back in my house till you handle your business. Mm. And I went and handled my business. Uh, that's, that's, that, that's crazy. I was 24 I... years old when I had my son. The second year of my child's birthday, I called my son on December 18th. My child's mother told me that my son wasn't even here. He was in Texas. She took him and moved him. I'll go from seeing my little boy every day to not seeing him at all. So how did that make you feel? It hurt, but I wasn't able to stop. I was able to persevere. I knew what I had to do. I knew what I needed to do to get him back. And I credit that to my mother. So let me ask you a question. So did you feel any type of way at the time when you had to go fight six people? Because at one point you was yeah, running was to the crib because you didn't want to. Yeah, I was scared as shit, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was scared as shit. Like, so shit. afterward, like, how did you feel towards your mom at that time? Like, uh, nigga, open the door. Not nigga, but, you know, uh, nigga, like, open the door. Like, Why the fuck was she doing? You know, I was so mad and enraged at her. I used to be so mad at my mom. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, our relationship just got good. Like, when I, when I turned 24, I'm 27. Now I'll be 28 in two weeks. Our relationship got good because I started to understand a lot like mm-hmm. you got to think of it from got to take ourselves out of our shoes think of it from a woman's perspective ain't no man around she trying to build something that she don't know how to she build. don't even know how to be she don't even know how to be this because a woman you know can't raise a man so it's like she had to pick her poison like okay do i so to speak you know like uh, do i what do i do do i give him everything my mom didn't have much like we we was on welfare, we was on we was on all the bridge cards. We, we was, was on all that too, but my mom with that that's that. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I was. How, did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I was the oldest though. Okay, I was the youngest, and I mean, but you know, I don't know. I was a. Uh, it was just my mom and me and my my three brothers, 
you know, I, we but we was I've never like she would love and all this and hug and but you know it was three boys so you know when she left the house we was that's where we got our the rough stuff from because everybody was gay and you know before it was throwing hands yeah before it was you know you a faggot it was all that we was we was yeah it was wild like you couldn't do nothing you couldn't do nothing say nothing because it was gonna you know be with you for a while <laughs> so right, right. but like, yeah I no nah, that's that's. I, I I didn't realize I didn't recognize what I'm not gonna lie I didn't I didn't get introduced into love and compassion and things of that nature until I left and I went to my grandparents. My grandparents started me and my mom. I, I, I got kicked out when I was like 14, 15 years old. Why? And I was like, when you were, <laughs> when you a boy when you a boy like I'm telling you I'm telling y'all I was the oldest child. I was a boy. I never seen my father before, not a day, not even a picture. Okay? Still to this day? To this day. Did. To this day, very much. My father died in prison. So let me ask, um, is that um, because you don't have access or at this point you just don't want to? I don't I don't have the, like, I don't really want to. I feel like I'm okay. Like I don't want to. Even... Ain't curious? No, you know why I'm not? Because now my little boy here. Mm-hmm. And I dedicated everything. So do you, do you, do you one know? day that young man may ask you something about your family. Well, the reason I asked this, well, one of the reasons, because there's a bunch of reasons. Um, so do you know anything about his family? I know a little bit about him. Because sometimes this shit matters. Like like uh, mental health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in, in certain families, sometimes just skip a generation. Like I would want to know, like, what kind of things that was going on in my father's life that maybe I may actually face? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. oh shit, maybe some, some it's not wrong with me. Like, well, my dad went through this shit too, or maybe I should look out for signs because right. oh, my dad had a, a problem, right. a manic depressant, or he was mm-hmm. bipolar, you know, or whatever it is. Like, okay, mm. well, maybe these signs are something. It's something genetic that's going true. on, or whatever. True. true. Well, that's interesting. You I know? Had a very and a bad. lot of times, black families, they hold on and suppress that type of information. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it ends up... I think so. I think so, too, as well. Come like that, like you know? your grandma got secrets that she just ain't talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got aunties that, got, that know some shit <laughs> and they ain't talking about that shit. Right. Right. They, I, know, I know your daddy was crazy, but yeah. I ain't gonna... Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and I need those to are that. stories that yeah. need to pass down in some capacity from generation mm-hmm. to generation. Cause cause think about... You, if the you, cycle gonna repeat itself. I need to know if what the right. bitch look like when it start brewing up. Right. If you if, if if you going through something and you you falling in on depression, I know that's something that has that been plaguing my family for years. And I'm thinking like mm. I'm an outcast. Only this has happened to me. Mm. Like it would benefit to know that oh your grandfather had a problem with this too. So my maybe, this is something that we should take care of. You know what I'm saying? Or, like I knew um, like it was there were times vividly. I remember there were times where. My mom used to, uh, she would come in the house and see me, and she'd say something to me, and I would just get bald and red, like blow up. And my mom would be like, uh-uh, we going back to church. You going to, my mom would take me to the altar every freaking day of the week, lay me on the altar. She was like, my mom was a real holy roly. No offense, you know, I respect her. I love her for that because I, I honestly think, I'm not going to get too religious, but I really do think my mom's prayer saved my life. 
Because I would not I've be said, here whatsoever. I've said it before. The prayers of a black woman have kept Man, us all alive. I'm telling you, you know. They say you lay it all out on the altar, but I thoroughly believe the prayers of a black woman yes, sir. are the reason that each one of us is breathing air right Man. now. Telling you. you know, Kendrick I, said I some agree. shit, bitch. Both my grandmas did. I ain't got nobody, nobody praying, praying for me. Look, both my grandmas did and my mama did. I'm like, yeah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be appreciative when somebody said they're praying for me. I want you to mean that because I, I need them prayers. True. True. And she gave me the greatest gift that I ever could acquire throughout this lifetime. She taught me how to pray. Yeah. She taught me how to pray, reconcile my differences without using my fists. Because mm-hmm. men, we're physical creatures. That's why we don't win a lot of arguments with women, because they're emotional and we're physical. That's why so many men locked up a domestic violence. They don't know how to handle. Oh, we were never taught to release our anger and our emotions. Exactly. You know In what I mean? In a positive way. We always In been a taught positive to suppress way. them. And unfortunately, um, a lot of our... Community have grown up in a single parent home, and most more nine times out of ten, that single parent is the mom inside of the home. Mm-hmm. And because the father is not inside of the home, I need to teach this boy how to be a man. And the outward signs of me showing you what manhood is is you being tough. Right. And I need you yeah. to be tough. Don't cry. Be a man. So I always suppress you. You will end up suppressing how you release mm-hmm. anger and frustration. I don't know why tears exist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like on the biological level. But they're they're there for a reason. Like when you get angry, you get frustrated or something happens, the tears come down for a reason. Yeah. I don't I, I haven't figured out by like I can't find out why they exist, but they I mean, exist. You gotta for keep me. your eyes lubricated. What I'm saying well, well, is why don't you just do that like he's saying, like anyway? Like you know why saying? is it when you're upset oh, or oh. hurt or But it, it, it happens <laughs> for it a reason. A right? or some shit, you know <laughs> and your body is designed very specific it for is, a particular It is. Rate. You sweat for so a reason. If, you, that, yeah. if those are supposed to happen when this emotion happens and then you're trained for it not to, so that energy never leaves, wow. one day it's going to leave and it's gonna leave in a burst. Yeah, and that's why I exactly. think that's deep. Um, I like that. That happens. <laughs> you might won't be able to control it once it leaves. So women will say that well, men are more emotional than women because they 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 will blow up. I like. I think we are the same. We just you may slowly release your like I'm releasing air out of a balloon slowly, mm. so it's cool. But when the man blow up, it's pow. Same amount of air. Yeah, same amount of air. It's at a different times. So the impact seems like, oh, these niggas is way emotional because da da da. No, I think we just all need to grow up in a healthy environment. And um, there is a such thing as toxic masculinity. Like, it ain't just be tough, be tough. Just because you shed a tear don't mean you're not tough. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I do. I've cried. Like, I mean, I've like more in the past three years. Like, I mean, just stuff is like t- hit me. Like, it, it, like when I'm thinking about stuff and, 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 you know, talking about like court and stuff that could have happened to me. Like, it's like, I'd be like, I cry. Like, this yeah. is some, this is <laughs> like that. You, live, I, you like, live a little bit of life and you look back and you look at the shit that you survived and what you made it through. Yes. Like, you'd be like, man, I, Every worst situation you've been in, you'd be like, this is the worst shit that's ever happened. I know, right? So every <laughs> time I'm making out this shit. And guess what? But you always make it out you, that you, worst you shit. Sti- you still standing here right now. So all the fucked up shit that ever happened to you, you didn't made it out that motherfucker. Every time yeah. you thought, I, was, I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. I don't know how I'm going to do this. That's why I don't, I don't stress out. When and you want some when some fucked up shit, I like how about I? I've always made it always work. Always made it. You know? always, always made it. Always. So I don't, I don't stress it out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like. 
Um, I always, I don't, I just don't stress it out. Me and my, me and my, uh, me and my grandfather. My grandfather's in his latter eighties. Me and my grandfather didn't start talking until I was twenty five years old. Talk about man, talk to your grandfather. Like we, and nah, it was that's man. I tell you what's so therapeutic. Uh, I get I talk to my dad now. You know what I'm saying? Nice, we nice. we've always we we've, we've never had like a, a rocky relationship or anything of that Still, nature. Yeah. But like we sit there and kick it and talk about different things that like I just never thought. That like I'm saying, I'm literally sitting here kicking it with my father. My dad. Right. That we, we talk. We we discussing the uh, politics, and we discussing discussing something that's going on in the Bible. Y'all two we, men. Y'all two men now. You know what I'm saying? It like is, it ain't like it ain't like you in his eyes. You're not his equal, but he respects you I as a man. I right. didn't taught my father different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is how you do this or whatever. Boom, boom, boom. And of and course, he's taught me everything I know. You know and, what I'm saying? And I but I think it's, it's like. And I think for the two of us, it might be a little bit different because, like, my pops is all I got left. I lost Thanks. my mother. So, I mean, like, the dynamic of our relationship is a 360 from what it yeah. what it used to be because now he has to depend on me for certain things. Yeah. You know, so our lives are, are, are shifting. Yeah, man, it's, it's interesting, man. But, like, I definitely, for men, I mean, the reason I, I want to – both of you guys here on this particular episode because I want to talk about different things in relation to how we see how men are treated, how we treat ourselves. Um, the conversation went specifically where I wanted to. I don't know how we got to here, but this is something that I wanted to touch on today. And I know both of you guys uh, think out the box, you know what I'm saying, or just logical thinkers mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so mixed with that, myself and Dame, I figured that we can have a, a really good conversation that others could benefit from just hearing because I don't think conversations like these happen enough and I think they should happen more often. And I think you should talk to the men in your family, the elders in your family, um, the women inside of our family, Mm -hmm. because like you might end up uh, like at a funeral or whatever, right? For one of your loved ones or one of your aunts or uncles or whatever. Then everybody get up there and tell all these different stories or whatever. Like, right. Like, wow, man, I never knew that about such and such. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. person been alive for X, like, Yeah, been your family for all your life. Yeah. yeah. So my 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 very, my very first job ever was, uh, you know, in Detroit. We had the them police cadets with the, 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 the hey, yellow shirts. I was one of those, too. Those too. You know what I'm saying? Going to uh, Northwestern High School and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my first gig wow. was. Uh, Y'all wildin'. I was. Uh, <laughs> they put Walking me. Walking around. They put me in <laughs> Cambridge me Towers right there on South Mile Evergreen. It's a uh, it's a senior citizen home. That's where I was, too. Um, that's, that's quite crazy. That's great. So that's they put crazy. us in the senior citizen home, and we would go down there and, like, put on bingo, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that. But, like, I was able to go out there, and I was talking to old folks. I was 14 at the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to talk to 60, 70, well, 70, 80-year-olds, and I ain't never really talked to old folks outside of your, your auntie, your uncle. Mm-hmm. And you don't have conversation. It's, hey, auntie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not and like with like oh this these people kind of cool like you know what I'm saying you hear so many different stories and someone's well for information I'm like well look in our own families we got so much information our family tree and all that knowledge like I need to I need all that information need all that. as I as I get older I'm 36 now right so all the younger folks in my family. We are planning our new we the the the, the family reunion committee and shit now like we mm-hmm. didn't took over like so we. Mm. The elders are still there, but like, all right, all right, now it's y'all turn to get mm-hmm. this shit together. Like, we need all the information from them because 
and the more you it got to pass down. The more you listen to the wisdom of the elderly people, the more you start to understand that. To be honest with you guys, this shit don't change. Like the shit that we go through, it does not change. We keep going through the same things repetitively, mm-hmm. doing the same things, getting the same results, and wonder why generation after generation after generation. If your mom wasn't married, she's not preaching marriage to. If, if a single mother's not married, she's not preaching marriage to her no, beautiful that's not, daughter. I wouldn't necessarily say that. Not it, it. wouldn't be that she's not preaching marriage to her daughter, but it would be her daughter is looking up to her and seeing this is how things are are are. Like her, the mom is probably like, yeah, I want my daughter to be married, but the lifestyle that she's living. The daughter's seeing more than what she's hearing. She's seeing, like, my mom ain't married. She it depends on what the daughter, who opinion the daughter values mm-hmm. most. Because if you value your mom's opinion most, and you're like, well, I see my mom do it without a man. She don't need to. Oh, right, if good. you value society's opinion most, it's like, well, in our society, say I got to be married I, by I, 22. I, I, I just, I, you know, I, 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 I heard that from somebody, and, and they said, like, you know what you just said. My mom ain't need no man, and I don't need yeah, no I man. And I, man, you I know, and I, I mean, I could pay all my bills, and I, I'm just not about paying. Man, your that bills. shit just <laughs> just you saying it sound like shut the fuck up. It's not about paying your bills. It's not about you know man. you can do for yourself. It's, it's, we need each other. Man was designed. A key, a key needs a lock. A puzzle piece needs. My body was made to. Literally fit inside of yours right. comfortably, right. comfortably for you know both of us. You think you could just like, man, like, and I woman could, I could just together do it all by myself, and That's I'm crazy. just like you. Can, yeah, you. Yeah, you can. You can. But, dr- but why? You can drive with your pinky toes. <laughs> yeah, like, but why? You can learn. Why, 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 why are you so gun? You can take a bicycle to Chicago. Or you could take. A motherfucking Corvette <laughs> to Chicago. Now you still get to that bitch, I don't, but I, like right, one, right, one just right. makes more sense. To I, take I, I was really, really, really. I was up, uh, upset, but turned off, disappointed. Like, why are you saying that? Why, why is, do you think that that makes me feel like you tough or something? Do you think that that makes me feel? Do you think I, that makes you more desirable? Yeah, like what are you talking about? I, can, I don't need. I can do it all. But, you, but, it, but wouldn't it be easier and better? To have a mate and do it with them and everybody be happy and you can but, put you know, 15% but, but, of your but, money but into But that's <laughs> but that's what we had talked about earlier. You just got to let people do what they're going to do. I know, but yeah, it's Like, it's it may upset. not make, it don't make good goddamn sense to me, to you. Just, but sometimes you just let people live just, how they live. Sometimes you should and then sometimes you do need to adjust. Sometimes there is a responsibility for yourself, your community, your people to, to fix what you see some shit going astray. You know, how, why do you, I'm not going against what y'all are saying right now. But I don't believe that's the answer. Like, that's not the answer. If we think in long term, as we should, how do we, how do we connect and uh, appropriate? Well, man, niggas don't be thinking about long term. You get into a good fucking rotation, yeah, and that's true. next thing you know, boom, we together, that's I true. guess. Yeah, that's true. Based on don't the, fuck nobody else. That's, right, 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 right. Based right. on the examples that you didn't have in your life and what, what you value most, unfortunately. That's every, probably why I value because I didn't have it. Growing up, so I try my best to. Yeah, I just don't want the next three to four generations to suffer. Yeah, like that. You know, what was that saying? Long. Like you teach a man, take a man fishing, and eat for a day, or you yep. teach show him how to fish, eat forever. Oh. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not raising my children with their mom, but I am not. I, 
for one second am I never am I ever gonna beat on my chest and say I do this all by myself oh, and wow. I, and I'm a you know I'm a strong father I'm a strong like, black man yeah like no I'm just a, I'm just a regular nigga that's right right that's going <laughs> to work <laughs> trying to like do this and it's not have easy ever, have you heard ever somebody say I'm a strong Asian woman. No. I'm a strong before. white woman? No. Uh-huh. I'm a strong white man? No. <laughs> That's something that we do. I'm a I, strong black man or I'm a strong black woman. I ain't never heard nobody else ever say gotta- I'm a strong... We gotta talk. It's like, okay, that's enough. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I lift. I lift a little weights too. I don't know what you're getting at here. I really like that about you. And, uh, <laughs> what time we going out again? Uh, well, fellas, I gotta. Uh, I gotta wrap this up because I gotta be at work in like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, it's a five minute drive to work, so you know. Well, that's good. still. That's still. All right, man. I appreciate you having me here, man. Yeah, please Thanks drop your drop your social media you, real quick and let them know about your podcast too. Oh man, my social media is. Mike underscore and underscore. I don't mean Mike and Vince Perkins, but it's like underscore under. I ain't really social media savvy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tag it yeah, on. Yeah, Mike and Vince Perkins. Nice. And uh, the podcast is called Opinions Are Like Podcast. That you know we we have something really special coming out uh, soon for Mother's Day. Nice. Um, so we're gonna talk about. You know, I'm gonna have try to have my mother on, but we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that we talked about here. We're gonna talk about. Single moms dating, how difficult it is to date a single mom. Mm. And I'm a, you know, I, we have strong opinions. So we're going to talk about how usually, you know, I'm going to get a little bit out of it. Usually it's hard to date single moms when the kids are bad. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Big facts. I won't deal with you if your child is bad. That's what I, I was, I was just had that argument. Like, I just had that argument with somebody. You got to live with that animal, not me. I just, like, because like, for the first month or two, it's just you and her going out. You don't know the intricate. You don't know nothing. But then if you go to the crib and it's like... Uh, 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 you gotta go to bed, little Johnny. I ain't going to bed. It's like, look here. This it's twelve thirty. <laughs> he on ten, asking for Cheetos and fruit snacks I and Capri Suns. I can't do it. He ain't going to bed. <laughs> I can't do it. And are you wrong for treating her like he treat her? <laughs> hey, I'm I, not gonna stick around long enough to it, treat her like nothing. Exactly. It ain't and, gonna and take that's a your decision, either. and that's your decision to make. That fucking mm. you and that jackal can stay the fuck up over there. <laughs> Get your man, social media, thank man. Y'all. I want to thank y'all for having me here today. I had a great conversation with you fellas, man. Great debates. I look forward to seeing y'all again. At Cool Jacket Guy. IG at Cool Jacket Guy. Pre-build to the world blow, man. Y'all come check me out. At Cool Jacket Guy. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Dame going wild on everything that matters. Uh, what up, though? Jay Johnson, 313. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast and Shop Talk Podcast Studios. And go to the website, shoptalkpod.com. Yeah. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. Ooh-wee. So stop. Need yeah. some